Yeah, yeah, what's up? Welcome to episode 224 of Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks at all things marketing in the world of sports. Alongside Brian Cristiano, I'm Rob Cressy. Today's topic, we've actually got a two-part episode for those of you watching on Facebook Live, but the first one, lessons learned from my Pittsburgh Penguins winning the Stanley Cup. You're a happy man. You're a happy man, Rob. Happy is an understatement. My Pittsburgh Penguins became the first NHL hockey team, I believe, in the last 19 years to go back-to-back, winning the Stanley Cup. And it certainly is a journey, both for the players and fans themselves. So what I wanted to do was talk about the way that, I guess, I mentally use sports and specifically the NHL playoffs to be a positive in my life. And you, the listener, can as well in everything that you're doing. So Tell uh, me more. Tell me more. There's a few things, Brian, uh, little life hacks that I may or may not have shared over the course uh, of our podcasts. But here's one of them is the jar of awesomeness. So I have a jar uh, in my kitchen that has actually printed out their jar of awesomeness. And this comes from Tim Ferriss, where you're, you want to work on gratitude and the good things that happen to you. So for me, anything awesome that happens, I go ahead and I've got a little piece of paper and a notepad and I write something good that happens in there. So relating this to the Stanley Cup playoffs, anytime a big victory would happen. So I'm talking game sevens, not necessarily the Penguins won game three, two to one, even though that is nice, more, hey, if they got the first victory in a series and then specifically if they won game seven versus the Capitals and then they won game six or game seven versus the Senators, or if they had a blowout or something, I would make sure to put that in there because then on the days later on in life, when it's a little bit harder, I can go back into my jar of awesomeness and pick it out. And two years from now, I can look and be like, wow, in game five of the Stanley Cup final, the Penguins beat uh, the Predators six nothing. And then I'm going to be able to relive that gratitude so what are your thoughts on that i like it dude for you right i've actually i think for me personally i need to get a little better at the gratitude thing not that i'm not grateful with a lot of stuff but i just don't consciously like like do something where i think about it um so i kind of dig that i might my honest question do you ever have days where you're just like dude i'm not there's a shit day i'm not grateful for anything nothing's going in the jar you ever skip putting anything in the jar Yes. So I'm not perfect with putting something in the jar. It's more a, if you think of self-improvement, you always want to be better than you were yesterday. And even if you failed at something or you didn't do your routine right now, is a new opportunity to fix that and do better. So it's less the penalizing myself if I don't do it and more the rewarding myself for doing it because it's very much more of a long-term thinking thing. And related to this, as part of my morning routine, one of the things that I do is I read a list of things that I'm grateful for, and many of these come from the world of sports. So anytime I've won a fantasy football league or an NFL wins pool, it's in there. Uh, Things like uh, getting every day the opportunity to live my dream and marrying my dream girl. But guess what else is in there? The Penguins won the Stanley Cup. And then just today, I got to change that too. The Penguins won back-to-back Stanley Cups. But also, similar to the jar of awesomeness, the biggest games possible go into my daily gratitude that I read. So specifically, that was the Game 7 victory 
on the road against the Washington Capitals in the Game 7 double overtime winner at home against the Ottawa Senators. So every day for the next infinite, I'm going to read in my list the Penguins beat the Senators and Capitals in Game 7. So I get to relive that because one thing of championships, and I've been fortunate enough to experience a lot of them being from Pittsburgh and living in Chicago, is making sure that you can then ingrain them in your mindset and your life. And that'll bring me to the next thing, Brian, is the energy and positivity that I use sports to channel me in my mindset to move forward in the relationships that I have with others. So the purpose of the gratitudes is to get me mentally right. So if I'm thinking positive, 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 chances are I'm going to have much better things happening to me. So the mood that I am in right now at Monday at 1 p.m. following the Penguins winning the Stanley Cup, I am, mood. I am walking on clouds right now. And that's something that I want to bottle up and continue to make part of my life on a daily basis because that positivity and energy, especially on an entrepreneurial journey, dealing with social media, biz dev, marketing, all these, th- all these things thrown at us, I've got to be as positive as humanly possible. So the more that I can use the Penguins journey and winning the Stanley Cup to my advantage, I will do so. Let's figure out how to bottle that up and actually sell it. Because if we can, dude, we're billionaires like tomorrow. Right. And then (laughs) without a doubt about, I mean, that's, that's essentially what I'm trying to do is create this series of steps that allow you to continue this positivity. The last thing here, and this is probably the most important thing that I've learned, is overcoming adversity. As I mentioned, the Penguins had two seven-game series. Uh, they've had times where the Penguins were the first team in NHL history to, or I guess, win a game with the lowest amount of shots in a game. Uh, they lost their star defenseman. Players are injured. They're playing with broken ribs, uh, injured fingers, and in life, Uh, I like to think that I measure my success by how I handle adversity. Everybody can do great when things are going well. But on a journey like this, similar to our business or life journey, you've really got to dig deeper when the times aren't good there. So I use Stanley Cup runs like this to help uh, make me more aware of overcoming adversity and understanding the journey that these players were on uh, and me being able to live that vicariously through them watching this and then relating that to my own entrepreneurial and business journey and say, you know what? They're doing this in the sports field. I need to have that exact same mindset because I've never understood why people have a certain standard for their athletes. But then when you ask them what they're doing for their life or their business, it's the complete opposite. Yet they're more willing to criticize Tom Brady for being down 28 to three in the Super Bowl. They're like, Tom Brady's the worst. Then he comes back and he wins the Super Bowl for them. Things like that is I've never understood why people don't take that as an example and say, look at adversity, look who overcomes it. And then let me use that as an example for why I should overcome this. Cause it's really easy to point the finger at somebody else than it is at yourself, man. That's why. Yeah, very much so. So for you, what do you try and do to help uh, overcome adversity? Man, overcome adversity. Look, I I think there's a couple of things for me. One is really putting myself against the ropes or on the line, like putting the chips on the table when I feel like it's time to do so. And whether or not I'm, I'm literally like have, you know, it's life or death 
or I mentally make myself feel like it's life or death, that's where I put my head at, where it's like, dude, I have to make this happen or I die. Whether or not that's literally true is, is, is not relevant. It's if I can convince myself that, look, either this thing happens and I do a great job or this thing happens and, and we're successful or I die. If I can make myself feel that way where I'm literally backed myself into a corner, dude, that's when I really unleash my like animal spirit and go after shit and accomplish it. So for me, it's about like painting myself in that corner, backing myself up the ropes where I feel like I have no other choice and just going all in and capturing what it is that I have to do. So when, you know, facing adversity, it's just like, dude, I, I don't have a choice or I die. That's a, that's so crazy. I, I've actually heard a opposite approach to that. So I like what you're thinking. And I think this one comes from Ryan Holiday's uh, The Obstacle is the Way, one of my favorite books. Good one. Uh, and what you say is, I'm not going to die from this. And this is very much saying when you're looking at fear or obstacles, you see something that's a big mountain in front of you. You're like, how in the world am I going to do this? And what you can say to yourself is, I'm not going to die from this. I'm not going to die from this. Or another one that I heard from, and I don't know if you told me this or someone else, was I'm going to get a chance to sleep in my bed tonight. <clears throat> and creating these simple little things where uh, you have to remove the fear from what you're doing. And that's what a lot of adversity and obstacles are, is the fear of failure or what if I can't. Right. And instead you say, all right, well, let me point my focus on something else. And you're like, well, I'm not going to die from this. And you're like, oh, well, yeah, in that case, uh, this isn't that bad. Right. See, I, I pull from both sides of that is one. I'm not saying I'm going to die from it. I make myself feel that I will die if I do not accomplish it. And so for me, instead of looking at the mountain and saying like, oh my God, if I climb to the top, I might die. I convince myself, well, shit, if I stay at the bottom, it's going to get filled. This, this valley is going to get filled with water and I'm going to die. So I've got to get to the top. You know what I'm saying? And then on the other side, yeah. And then on the other side of it, really painting a picture of like, what is it going to feel like once I accomplish this and get to the top of the mountain, dude, I'm going to feel like a million bucks. I'm going to accomplish all these things. Life's going to be great. So then I'm pushing and pulling from both ends of like, if I stay here, I die. If I get there, I win. And it makes it a lot easier to overcome the obstacles in the way because dude, if you sit around and die anyway, you better move. Right. So, Brian, for today's action item, I'm going to give this to you as well as the listener. I want you to work on your daily gratitude. And this is the simplest thing in the absolute world to do. And it can have such a positive impact. And similar to how we think about social media and content creation, it's oftentimes micro moments. It's just like one little thing here, one little thing here. With daily gratitude, all you got to do is one thing. And I always say this, and I've actually taken this to another level where every Friday I write down the best things that happened to me this week. And then that way I can go back in the previous weeks. And after 52 weeks, I'm going to look back at my entire year and look at all the good things that happened to me. But the simplest way to do that, start with one. Just at the end of the day or at any point in your day, write down What's one thing that I was grateful for? And this doesn't have to do with anything with business. Just great. Hey, I'm happy I ate tacos yesterday. You're like, all right. Shout out to tacos. I, I did so, eat tacos yesterday. That's not a joke. You read my mind. So did I, Brian. Great minds think alike. Oh, yeah. So this challenge is for you, Brian, as well. I am definitely going to be checking in on you and the bold team because I believe gratitude will help everybody out. As always, thanks for listening. 
You can subscribe to the Sports Marketing Huddle on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher.